Hi, this is Bill Johnson, and you're listening to the Horror Squad Podcast. <laughs> Tonight we're talking about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2003 remake and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, the prequel to the remake. Uh, Texas Chainsaw remake came out in 2003, the beginning 2006. Currently, I'm watching Texas Chainsaw Part 4, uh, The Next Generation, starring Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey in the background here. Um, what are you guys watching in the background? I know you got something going on. We are watching Sorority Row. That's what it's called? I thought Sorority House. No, Sorority Row, Todd. Sorority Row. I don't remember anything about this. Sam says we watched it, but I don't recall. I love it. Okay. It's got to be a remake. I think it is. All right. Steve, are you you watching anything, or what are you wearing? (laughs) Uh, No, I'm not watching anything. I just got home, like, right before we recorded, so I haven't put anything on. I'm wearing a Threat Level Midnight t-shirt. Okay, from so the office. Got it. Yeah, from the office. So. Does it got gold face on there? What's what's still? It does. It's got gold face. It's got Michael Scarn shooting two guns. <laughs> and yeah, that's it. Over or under ten times you did the Scarn. What do you Scarn, mean? The Scarn dance. Everybody do the Scarn dance. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Of course. Everyone does the Scarn dance. Okay. All right. Yeah, what are you wearing? Anything good? <laughs> <laughs> Aww, it sounds so cute. <laughs> Don't be jealous of our love, okay? I'm wearing uh, skin tone shorts that my wife makes fun of me for wearing because it looks like I'm nude. How fun. And uh, a Friday the 13th shirt with uh, Jason's mask and a little Friday the 13th logo. Where is it from? Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Walmart one from like four years ago that everyone had a boner over. Okay. Right. Um, wearing a watch and socks. What's up with Walmart, by the way? Like, they've really gotten into their horror over the last few years. No, they haven't. I feel like it's yeah. backed off. No, well, they did. I People have been posting, like, Jaws. They have a bunch of, like, Jaws, like, merchandise now, like, for the summer. They have, like, these weird shirt boxes. I don't know if you guys have seen those. No. Or, like, they have, like, Jaws, the Goonies, like, shit like that, where it comes in a box and you get, like, like a kind of like a big VHS box kind of thing. I've seen that at Target, but not Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, Walmart has a. I haven't been in a Walmart in months though, since this whole pandemic shit happened. Because that's like the worst place to go. Yeah. (sighs) Anyone cares? I'm wearing a Monster Squad shirt. (laughs) She just spit up. You know, my tea. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The tea is extra hot tonight, ladies and gents. You're doing hot tea right now. Yep. Sugar? No sugar, Todd. Just, just plain. Just plain. Okay. Well, I'm drinking a, a generic grape soda because they're cheap, and they give me a lot of gas, so I apologize. Grape, so- grape, grape soda, soda, interesting choice. Well, not not the grape itself, the store brand. Oh, what's the store brand? RC? Um, no, it's like store store brand. Like it's called Big RC. Like Cola's badass, but no, this is called Big K. From Kroger. I don't know oh, if you guys yeah. have that. Yeah, but that stuff always like store brand chips and store brand anything is like 
gives you like the worst gas in my opinion so interesting yep Aww. but enough about that i guess um all right for all the new listeners we do talk about horror movies so <laughs> we really do sometimes uh yeah so we're actually going to switch it up this episode because almost all the questions are tcm related um and a lot of them have to do with the movies we're reviewing tonight so we will do that segment at the end of the show instead of here at the beginning Oh. People really like the TCM, so uh, a lot of questions regarding it. So it's going to be a fun discussion, but it's going to kind of ruin the reviews. So we'll do it at the end of the show. All right. Let's skip ahead to what watch then. Yes. Um, I have not watched any horror movies besides the two we're going to talk about. So all mine are. Come on, Todd. Well, you know what? We watched the trilogy Back to the Future over the last couple days. Oh, all right. What did you think? How well, they hold I mean, up. The first one's amazing. It's I think it's one of the best movies of all time. But the second one, I was surprised that I... I mean, I watched it in 2015 for the anniversary of like when Marty goes to 2015. So that was the last time I watched part two. Um, but that one's like pretty weak in my opinion. I used to think less of the third one, but now I think it's actually pretty cool. But um, both two and three are like not even in the same league as part one in my opinion. But family likes them. Kids like them. Everyone loves Marty. So that was a win. All right, nice. Cool. Sam, I know you got something this week. So do you, Joe. <laughs> um, Steve does too, maybe. Yep, we all watched it. Uh, I don't even remember what it's called. Leave right now? <laughs> you should have left. You should have left. Is it on Netflix? How did we watch this? It's, it's new? on VOD. It's new. It's, it's, VOD. it's, it's actually a, like, yeah, it's a, like a theater gift. thing. $20. Yeah. Okay, so yes, it's it should have been released in theaters, which I'm shocked. <laughs> um, it stars Kevin Bacon and Amanda Seyfried. Is that you. how you say her name? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I've already forgotten. Honestly, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that. Like I watch, we watch, I watched it, and like I was trying to think back about it today, and I was like, I don't even remember how the movie ended. Like, it's like I wasn't like. I didn't think it was like... Well, say what it's about before you... Okay. Well, basically, it's about, like, this couple um, and their daughter, and they go um, away. Steve, you probably could explain it better. (laughs) I I don't know a lot about it already. (laughs) Yeah. It's a couple and... Yeah, go for it. Yeah, it's a couple and their daughter. They go away to, I think it's Ireland, uh, so they can be in a house so he can write. Uh, she's an actress as well, and uh, it's kind of the story of him finding himself at that place, but then a bunch of weird shit starts happening. Uh, maybe it's a haunting, maybe it's not. I don't want to spoil it because it's still like really new. Um, but it's less, basically a psychological thriller uh, about what Kevin Bacon's character goes through in the house as he tries to figure out the mystery within it. Mm-hmm. Oh, see, I took it as no, I'm joking. <laughs> but I thought he was getting away just because something happened with his wife before, and so I thought he was like getting away because everyone hated him, and then he's like dealing with his past. I don't know. I think they were just getting away because weren't they having like problems or something? I don't think so. No, no. not until the house. Well, anyway. Anyways, <laughs> it was awful. I can't believe it was going to be a theater release. 
I see. I don't. I didn't think it was awful, but it's cert- it wasn't a good movie either. Like it was very like middle of the road, very forgettable. But like I didn't hate myself for watching it or anything. Like I thought it was like, like I think it's like the perfect free Netflix movie. Like if I watched this on Netflix, I wouldn't have been upset. But paying twenty dollars for it, yeah, is like offensive. And if we saw it in theaters, I probably would have been a little more been very disappointed so it honestly felt like a stir of echoes part two to me because <laughs> i haven't seen part two and kevin bacon is in one i don't even well, know same if he's director in two. too same director apparently mm-hmm. i don't know it's just a little creepy to me that kevin bacon was married to amanda seafried <laughs> but whatever what do i know they're both adults mm-hmm. what do you yeah. think steve uh <laughs> I actually thought you guys would like it because I hated it so much. <laughs> um, yeah, the the movie is spent with the characters doing absolutely nothing for like an hour of it. They're just living and nothing is going on. And it was so friggin' boring. Um, and the, the movie takes place in a house that is the most boring house I've ever seen. <laughs> like there's nothing in this house. It's just like, like stone walls. It's so bland and the whole movie takes place in that stupid house uh the twist at the end which i don't want to spoil but i didn't like at all i thought it was really stupid and i gotta say this one is currently in my bottom five of the year now it's probably gonna get bumped off at some point because i think it's at number four but still i really could not say to watch this one unless it's maybe uh like joe said on free a 2b or netflix or prime or whatever yeah it's definitely not, don't pay for it like i did yeah no definitely not uh it's not on my bottom of the year list but yeah i mean nowhere close to the top either it's just like i said very miller road and like i said extremely forgettable because i kind of like forget a lot about it already and we just watched it on like three days ago so <laughs> there you go yeah it's it's so bad so so the reason i watched it i, I had no interest in seeing it but my wife really wanted to see it and it's so bad she apologized <laughs> at the end for making me spend that money, uh, <laughs> which she never does. So, yeah, it was it was bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think any of us would recommend it. <laughs> you want to go, Joe? Sure, I'll I'll go next. Um, my first one tonight uh, is a 2020 release, currently on Shutter. It is called Scare Package. I don't know if either one of you guys have seen this one yet or not not yet no okay well no because we were supposed to watch it no i'm kidding (laughs) (laughs) um this one uh this one's an anthology film um it's a horror comedy based anthology um a bunch of uh little stories in this one um but yeah i i hated this movie i thought it was very terrible uh definitely currently uh one of my worst of the year for sure um my major problem with it is the comedy is just so extremely uh low brow and like just like it was like trying way too hard to be like a dumb comedy but that was like the problem is that it was trying too hard like it felt like just like they were trying to go for like a trauma style thing or whatever but like you know but trying to be a little more upscale with it and it just did not work for me at all i rolled my eyes continuously um i didn't even make it through the whole movie i'll admit it i shut it off about an hour and 10 minutes in i was like i just can't do it anymore i was like this movie is not going to get better and it, it was just fucking terrible so um definitely do not recommend anyone uh checking this out um yeah i i don't 
I, I really don't see too many people liking this one. Hmm. Uh, Shutter, not not great with the exclusives these days. Um, yeah. So my first one is one I watched a while ago. Uh, after we did our Stuart Gordon retrospective, I decided to go back and watch the other anima- uh, reanimators after having seen reanimator again for that perspective. So I watched Bride of Reanimator, uh, which is kind of like a part zombie film, part possession, part Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, in this movie, Herbert West wants to make kind of a perfect woman and maybe an unpopular opinion, but I actually like this one better than the original. It's got more creatures, more action, the practical effects are amazing, and the makeup is really, really good. And overall, I'm just more entertained by this one. Uh, now, the other one I had seen way more times in the past. Uh, this one was probably only my second watch. But I got to say, I really enjoyed this one. And watching them kind of almost back-to-back, I got to say, I like this one better. So check it out. It's on Tubi. All right. Tubi. Yeah. All right. I think Stephen, I mean, Todd and Sam are done for the for the night. Mm-hmm. All right. Are you, you going to talk about part three, Steve, in your next one? Uh, yeah, probably. Okay. Alrighty, well, my next one is uh, from 1988, and it is a foreign film uh, called *The Vanishing*. Uh, this one um, is about this uh, boyfriend and girl. I believe they're boyfriend and girlfriend. Uh, they go on a, they're going on a, you know, a trip on a vacation where they uh, stop at a rest area, and uh, the girlfriend goes missing at the rest area. Um, and then the rest of the movie is the boyfriend. Basically, we flash forward a few years later. She's still missing. Um, and he has been trying to find her ever since. And he's obsessed with trying to um, find his girlfriend. Um, meanwhile, we are also um, at another, at, you know, another uh, timeline. We are seeing the killer. Um, and what he is up to three years later, um, he is a family man. He has like this whole family. He just seems like a really normal dude. And, um, then the two, um, you know, the boyfriend and this killer, they kind of interconnect, um, where, you know, the killer is kind of obsessed with this was his first, um, you know, kill. And, uh, he wanted, you know, to, he sees the missing posters, and uh, he wants to meet with this guy whose girlfriend he killed. And I'll leave it at that because uh, this movie is very, very uh, good, very interesting, very original. Um, I will say it's definitely a slow mover, but um, it's very good, um, very, you know, well acted. And uh, it's like I said, it's it's really, really interesting and an original, original uh, story. And uh, yeah, I, I definitely recommend it. And it's free on YouTube. That's where I watched it. The Vanishing, cool. you said? Yes. Alright, cool. Uh, my next one comes from Amazon Prime. Um, it's a movie you've all probably seen, and I hadn't seen it in a long time, so I started revisiting this one and then went through the, the whole series right after, and that's Leprechaun. Um, I mean, what can I say? The movie is a classic. I absolutely love Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun. I think he's a great character. Uh, the movie itself moves at a good pace. Uh, the characters are pretty good, and the movie doesn't drag on too long. So that's all stuff that I really uh, liked about this film. My only complaint is I wish there were more kills in this one. Uh, he does go a little more ballistic in the in the sequels, 
but I think this is the best one in the series and one that uh, I think is a must watch for all horror fans. All righty. Yeah. Classic classics. Mm-hmm. All of them. Uh, my last one. I, I don't think I remember I talked about with you guys on messenger, but I don't think I ever messaged me- mentioned it on the show. And if I did, I apologize and you guys can stop me and tell me I did. But uh, this one is a, uh, another anthology movie. And this one is called terror tract. Um, this one uh, also free on YouTube to be watched. That's where I watched it. It's really like the only place I could find it, honestly. But this one was um, recommended um, by another horror fan to me. And uh, yeah, it's a uh, anthology movie from the 90s. Uh, stars John Ritter, who is basically taking uh, this young couple around this neighborhood. And um, they go into a different house. And each house has a story. And we go into three different stories um all very very good um the first story being a kind of um murder revenge tale uh the second one stars brian cranston a younger brian cranston um in probably my favorite story just because it's so wild where um his daughter finds a monkey out outside and uh she brings him in as a pet and the monkey ends up being like a like a crazy killer and is like killing people and like Brian Cranston absolutely hates the monkey, and but everyone thinks it's like the sweetest thing ever, and he <laughs> kind of sees like the sinister um, monkey of it, and it's just really great. And then the third one is another great one um, called The Granny Killer, where um, this you know serial killer is on the loose in this like really creepy um, old granny looking mask, and it's uh, a really fun one. Um, overall, a very very fun anthology. I will say the first story is probably the weakest. Um, and, but the other two are, uh, great and it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really, really fun anthology and I, I definitely recommend it. Uh, check it out free on YouTube. All right. Uh, and my last one this week, uh, actually on my very first appearance on this podcast way back in episode 11, uh, you guys each had a question for me. And one of the questions was to recommend an indie Canadian horror film. And this is the one I mentioned way back then, and you can watch it on Tubi. It's called Death of a Ghost Hunter. Uh, so this is a kind of ghost investigation film where a team is brought into uh, a house to investigate a series of hauntings. Um, it's a decent investigation film. It plays it kind of by the numbers uh, where it, you know the ghosts slowly ramp up throughout the time that they're in the house. And some of the people who are investigating are starting to act shady and a bunch of stuff happens. Um, it's very, very low budget, so don't expect too much in terms of that. The acting, honestly, isn't very good, as most of these really low-budget films are. There are some really distracting sound issues as well. Um, but overall, i got to say, I still kind of enjoyed it. I really love ghosts and everything. And the ghosts themselves are actually well done, and that's always something that I look for in a ghost film. Uh, which is kind of also surprising for such a low-budget film. Now, I wouldn't hard recommend this or anything, but if you're looking for something that probably people don't really talk about, and uh, it's free on Tubi, so Death of a Ghost Hunter, I'd recommend. What about Beyond Reanimator? <laughs> no, it's gonna be, it was going to be next week. Next week. Sorry, Todd. Uh, you just, just going to have to wait. Um, well, I like <laughs> that movie. I want to see what Steve thought, but okay. It's a tease for next week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know what else is a tease? Ooh. That one time when Joe was supposed to mail off that stuff to our listener, <laughs> Kayla. Oh, my word. 
So, Kayla, if you're listening, I was just made aware of this. <laughs> Joe will be sending off your prize, just so you know. She's, like, grabbing him by his ear. <laughs> I'll be sleeping on the couch tonight. <laughs> you can come over and chill with me. She won't hurt you anymore. <laughs> uh, speak it's a, yeah. oh. Go ahead, Steve. No, it's fine. Go ahead. <laughs> Speaking right. of uh, of failed giveaways, um, remember if you write a review or screenshot us your review in the past, I'll send you a giant box of stuff. I'm gonna start taking pictures of it so you guys can have an idea what it is. It's not it's not just a bunch of junk. It's actually pretty cool. So uh, get those reviews in. It helps us a lot. And I'll get you a package of goodies. You have till July first. iTunes, wherever, I guess, any, any platform. So you're just on your phone listening to this episode and then you just click on it and leave a review. Yep. Very easy. Love it. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I mean, I, I mean, I would enter because there's a James Wan autograph in there. I mean, I don't even have that. I want to enter for that. (laughs) Well, you know what? You can enter when I get my mystery box. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, was that, uh, What's her face is in this? Carrie Fisher? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Joe yeah. wasn't paying attention. So, now, did Joe dropping the ball on the boxes, <laughs> not paying attention? You know what he needs? Some Deadly Grounds coffee. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. There's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. Use the front door! Oh, they're so disgusting. All right, guys, let's talk some horror news. Um, all right, I know Todd. Want, Todd, you got something, right, for horror news this week? So why don't you do yeah. the... The, the lead for us. Alright, so for all the video game fans out there, I know me and Steve are pretty heavily into it. Um, Resident Evil is doing Code Veronica X Remake, which I'm super excited for, but that's not the main topic. The main topic is The Last of Us Part 2 just came out uh, last Friday. It's, what, four or five years in the making, Steve, something like that. Um, last of Us 1 is, you know, pretty much regarded as one of the best games of all time, so the sequel has been, like, a lot of anticipation. Um, they were hit with some controversy, though, because a mad developer, someone in their organization from Naughty Dog, the developer, leaked like pretty much every single cutscene. Um, there's a lot of reasons why he did it. Some You don't even know what the truth is. Some say he was disgruntled, wasn't getting paid, whatever the story is. It pissed a lot of fans off, though, because uh, without getting into spoiler territory, because I know a lot of people want to play the game, they treat some characters that you were heavily invested in pretty terribly. And there's a lot of backlash from the you know, horror video game community to the developers. That being said, it's selling like crazy. It's already surpassed one of the, some of the most popular games on PlayStation, like um, uh, the last Spider-Man game, uh, God of War, things like that. It's already outselling them in the first week. And I got it for Father's Day, and it's an amazing game. However, the story choices are just ridiculously bad, and it's just stupid. And I think it's the victim of wanting to seem like they're being progressive um, with some some things that are going on in the world. And that can be great, but not when it's like forced down your throat. And 
the story suffers because they want to just throw stuff at you that doesn't make sense because it's essentially at the heart of it a zombie game even though they're not zombies so so to add a lot of things like sexual orientation and um, inclusiveness things like that and just like throw them and force you to watch it is strange especially when they start torturing these characters like 10 minutes later so last of us part two is out uh, for all the playstation horror fans out there all right all right very good. I really need to get back into gaming. It's been forever. Yeah, Tell it's, me. It's it's brutal as fuck. Yeah. yeah. I'm I, like at this point, I think I'm just gonna wait for what the PS5 or whatever the Xbox yeah. Xbox is called. Yeah. If you ever get Last of Us, don't play in front of Sam. Well, Steve too, because the dogs you kill like are pretty graphic. Like they scream and stuff. That's awful. They're trying to kill you though. They're not. You're not just going around killing dogs. They They're trying to kill you. They kill me. <laughs> what about the zombie dogs in the first Resident Evil? I saved them. That was probably the best scare in a video game ever that I've ever played when that fucking dog jumps through the window in the yeah. first Resident Evil. That's a good one. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> are, are you going to get Last of Us, Steve? Or are you going to hold off till your backlog's cleared? Uh, I'm actually going to hold off until I get a PS5. Oh. I, which, I, which I did the same for Last of Us, the last one. I waited till I got my oh, PS4. Really? Okay. So. Yeah, I, uh, I think that's what I'll do because a I have a huge backlog and just whatever I'll wait. You know, I it's not, I'm not in a rush to play it, but it's in my top five games of all time. So the original. Mm-hmm. So um, I am still psyched regardless of what everything I heard. Yeah. Have you guys ever played uh, Fatal Frame? Um, PlayStation Two or something? I maybe. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like a franchise. There's multiple ones, but man, I remember that game scared the absolute shit out of me. Like when I played it, uh, like I was like legit terrified playing it uh, when I the first time I rented that game. I was probably like I don't know, twelve, thirteen or something. But oh man, I came like I remember playing it in the dark and I had to turn the lights on because it scared me so much. But it's like it's weird. Like you go like it's like a Japanese based game, and you like go into like this haunted house and explore a haunted house with uh, your uh your camera and like you have to like these ghosts like pop out and you capture them by like taking pictures of them in your camera but like man the jump scares in that game were fantastic and i remember at one point i got like so like scared i had to put my controller down and like walk out of the room and i came back and like the pause screen was like red blood handprints like all over the screen <laughs> it's yeah it was pretty awesome yeah, you can, but, uh, you can yeah. get a PlayStation pretty cheap now since you're getting ready to get the new ones. Yeah, right. Yeah, I'll have to jump on it. And I guess I, I still have to play Blair Witch. i got to get on that. Uh, but all right, let's get into some more news here. Uh, all right, well, this one I put on specifically for Sam, as I know she is a big fan of this novel, The Halloween Tree. Have you guys ever read it, anyone besides Sam? No. Nope. Okay, Sam, do you want to talk on the Halloween tree at all? No, you got to read it. <laughs> okay. All right, well, apparently it is a 1972 novel from Ray Bradbury. Uh, Ray Bradbury, but the Halloween tree apparently is going to be made into a movie from Warner Brothers. Uh, they are uh, currently adapting it. Uh, the Halloween tree follows Tom and his schoolmates who begin to investigate the strange happenings in their small town on Halloween night. Um, no other real uh, details right now about the movie, but it's happening. And one thing I didn't know, and I don't know if you know this, Sam, but there was a 1993 uh, feature-length animated cartoon 
Uh, I think I might have known that. Okay, I did not know this, but if you anyone is interested out there, you can watch it free on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. So. Is the movie going to be a like a cartoon animation? It doesn't say. I don't think so. I think it's going to be like a live action mm-hmm. thing, probably like on the lines of like a Goosebumps or something like that. You yeah. know. So yeah, could be a fun little uh, intro to horror kitty style, bring your oh, kids definitely. to the movie type movie. So yeah, definitely uh, exciting. I mean, probably like the, that Goosebumps Halloween movie was great. I really enjoyed the second one, the sequel. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot better than the first one. So They're both fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, next bit of news here is uh, a follow up. Um, we talked about this uh, either last week or before, but the uh, American Horror Story spinoff. American Horror Stories um, will be coming, but it is going to be exclusively on Hulu. So if you're a Hulu subscriber, that is the only way you will be able to watch it. It will not be coming to FX. So um, for you American Horror Story fans, you're going to need to go and get Hulu to watch it. Uh, oh, what do you guys think about that? Are you into like the whole like exclusive streaming exclusive things? like that no because then i don't <laughs> want to get any of it because i can't pay 12 dollars for hbo i can't pay 13 for time i can't do nine for ne- oh i'm sorry it's 15 now for netflix can't do 12.99 for lou i'm just watching youtube videos yeah it's just basically like yeah it's, it's basically exactly. like cable tv all over again exactly right mm-hmm. Like, like Apple TV has, like, some cool shows I want to watch, but I'm fucking not subscribing to Apple Plus, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the second season of um, Twilight Zone just dropped today, but that's, what, exclusive to CBS All Access or whatever? That's, like, one no one has. <laughs> but. Well, and it's just, like, what's who's going to be, the, or I don't know, what what's going to be the person that comes in to get everything? I don't even know if that'll exist now because everyone is on their own platform and I feel like Disney owns everything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. In- including um, Hulu and a- FX. So there you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I had a question for the series. I think I may have missed it last week. What is yeah. it? Is it just about characters that have already been on American Horror Story or is it like a no so this anthology like this one is going to be a straight anthology each episode is going to be like a totally different like standalone story. have they mentioned any actors that are going to they haven't I don't know if it's going they're going to bring back like actors it would make sense yeah like normal casting and stuff but I actually like that idea better that it's going to be like different standalone story like every episode like I think that could be better than what they have now no because now they're just trying to do the twilight thing well they're going for like a tales from the crypt show well they should have done that 20 years ago (laughs) but no we already jumped off the h the ahs bus all right i mean i haven't i'll be watching if evan's back on (laughs) well we gave up on 84 i watched it did you finish it no i didn't (laughs) (laughs) all right well next bit of news is it looks like we're getting a new entry into the VHS series. Yes, uh, it has just been announced uh, this week that Bloody Disgusting will be making a new VHS movie. Um, For those that didn't know, Bloody Disgusting are the ones that make those movies. I had no Um, idea. Yes. Um, So this one is currently titled VHS 94. Um, It is being, uh, it's going to be directed by... What? Go ahead. VHS 94? Yes. 
So I guess it's okay. Like AHS eighty four. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> that is true. I didn't think of that. So yeah, it is, it is very similar. Um, but the movie is going to be directed by uh, David Buckner, who directed uh, the Amateur Night segment of the first VHS. Um, and yeah, that is it for now. Uh, currently slated to begin filming uh, once this whole uh, pandemic is over with. But yeah, I'm excited for it. I did. I enjoy yeah. the VHS series. I thought the last one they did, which was viral, was definitely their weakest one. I agree. But um, overall, yeah, definitely a, a great anthology series. So I'm excited for this one. All right, next one. Jason Blum has announced that the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is still happening. I mean, seems a little too late to me. Um, but uh, did you guys, did any of you guys play Five Nights at Freddy's? Were you into that? Like, no. I, I, I tried it. I mean, yeah, it's basically the banana splits, you know, thing. But right. it's like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be the same movie. So I feel I've already seen it at this point. Did they kill people in the game, Steve? Uh, yeah, yeah, that's it's basically what it is. You're like a security oh. guard working at this place, and you follow them through security cameras, and then they catch you and kill you. How fun! Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, do you, Sarah, do you remember the haunt we went to? Yeah, in Vegas, they had a five nights when me and Sam went to uh Fright Dome in Las Vegas, they had a five nights at Freddy's uh haunted house. Mm-hmm. It was actually one of the best ones, it was really yeah, good, it was really cool. But I don't think I need to watch the. Ugh, I'll watch it if you make it, but I don't need it. Well, funny enough, like, I mean, I remember when we did the Banana Splits movies, they said that was, like, a working script for a, the Five Nights at Freddy's movies, which never happened. But now Jason Blum has come out you know, this week uh, with an interview for Fandom, and here's what he said. Uh, he said, the project is super active, so I really feel like we have a very good shot at getting to see a Five Nights at Freddy's movie. Uh, I feel like it's really moving forward. It's not stalled at all. Uh, it might seem that way because we don't have any announcements about it, but uh, it's definitely not stalled. It's moving rapidly forward. I don't want to put a timeline on it, but soon we'll get a movie. I really feel confident about that. Um, yeah, I think way too late, uh, but I, I, do, I think the fad is over, and uh, I just don't see but the need could, for it. It could make but. a comeback. I could he sounds pretty confident to where it gives me a little hope so mm-hmm. well we shall see i mean banana splits was a fun-ass movie so i definitely would watch. Yeah, i would definitely watch that. it even though it's like maybe a little too late but kind of like that what was that movie they did recently where it was like oh man like this was fat this like zombie land you know <laughs> well yeah that too but i felt like it was like some urban legend movie they did like based on like one of those like internet like slender man like, yeah slender yeah. man that's that way it. too yeah. They missed Mark yeah. way too late on that. Plus, the movie yeah, sucked. Exactly. Yeah, the movie was terrible. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I think maybe a little too little, too late, but we'll, we'll see. All right, next bit of news here is this one maybe isn't like completely hard, but I really wanted to throw this in here because um, I think it'd be a. I want to hear what you guys think about it. Is Twister is getting a remake? No. <laughs> no, Todd. No. You're not excited about that. Can't re- can you I- can't replace Bill Paxton's performance, man. Yeah. Can I tell you guys something or about Twister? Yeah. Yes. So when I was young, when Twister first came out, like on VHS, my mom bought me the VHS for Christmas, and we watched it all Christmas Day. Like, I just wanted to watch it over and over and over. 
I was dumb enough to think that if I was a tornado chaser, I would be able to work with Helen Hunt and Bill Paxton. And my mom's like, no, that's not how that works. And I was like, I want to work with Helen Hunt. And like, I just, I didn't realize until I got a little bit older that that's not how it works. But I really wanted to be a tornado chaser. Yeah, it's fun. That movie's so good. I really love that movie. It's it's scary. It's super scary. I, I probably would have been in Carrie Elwes's crew. Aww, <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. He'd be the dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, Fuck Todd you. would be like, he would want to be a dick, but he'd be too too oh, soft to be okay. a dick, you know. I'd be the guy that gets killed, like. Aww. Back somebody. <laughs> All right. What else? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's yeah, I mean, it's a really fun movie, and uh, we'll see how the remake does. Uh, Joseph Kaczynski, who directed Top Gun Maverick, is currently in talks to direct the movie, uh, and the studio is currently meeting with writers to pen the script. So probably a couple years out, but is it a remake? They're calling it a remake. Mm-hmm. Twister two, twisted. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised they never like made that. a sequel. That movie did like really Why, well. Why though? There's no point. It's- it's not like the Twister's like a Michael Myers. He's not coming back for vengeance or anything. Mm, true. But we could see what's her face. Um, I don't remember their character names. But we could see Helen and Bill back. Not now, but. Dead. I know. I said not now. <laughs> yeah. But it could have been a thing where Bill and Helen ended up getting married, but then she lost Bill to a tornado, mm. and she has this one last chance to like do it for Bill, and she goes and chases a tornado. <laughs> I like it. I'm sure I'm sure they'll ask her to be like do a cameo for it. But something. man, that scene where she has to tie her they tie themselves to the fucking pipe with the fucking belt. Yeah. How intense is that? Intense. I don't think that would work in an F5 tornado, but I don't know. You never know. You gotta try what you <laughs> we'll can see. Try. I feel like all the debris would fucking kill them. <laughs> what about Dad but getting hey. sucked out the door? Oh yeah, yeah that was intense. Yeah. I remember when we were li- when that movie came out, we had one of those like uh like bulkhead like where like the doors open like that and like we filmed like a twister like movie and like my i remember my cousins like threw leaves and stuff like so it was like the wind and then my dad my dad and my uncle were above the bulkhead and like they like grabbed our arms and like it was like we were getting sucked out like into the tornado meanwhile i'm in kansas getting blown yeah. away from the tornadoes yeah yeah <laughs> it's a right. you, dealt with some real, you dealt with some real tornadoes I'll miss it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we'll we'll keep you up to date on that. It it could be a a fun movie for sure though. Would you watch it though, Todd? Just to see. I guess. Yeah. yeah. What's the biggest tornado you've seen in person, Sam? I mean, I don't remember like the titles of them, but there was one when I was a little kid that it tore through our whole neighborhood. Right, like that yes. was the one that everyone knew in Wichita, like. I grew up in this neighborhood called Oakalon, and that was like the biggest one that everyone remembers. That's like scary. And one thing we don't mention is the shining scene in Twister yep. at the drive-in. Yeah. Pretty sure that's been a trivia question before. It may have been. Yeah, I think we, we talked it. about it, the shining episode. Okay. Yeah. And also, there's a ride at Universal, which I think we mentioned it's too gone. during that. It's gone. Yeah, it's it's now Fast and the Furious. Aww. It's a pretty cool Fast Furious ride, though, to be to be true here. Oh my god, I hate it. You hate <laughs> it. You don't like you don't, you don't like Vin Diesel, but hey, let's go for a ride. 
he, he looks, oh, he's look, he looks like a giant. It's just, that's awful. Thanks. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I even got invited to Universal for the premiere. And Did you really? Yeah, yeah, it's, it was cool. Like cool. backstage, it, they had like kind of a garage theme with a barbecue and free drinks. And we got to ride like before anyone else did, and everyone was like, "Oh wow, this this sucks." Like, you guys are like, expectations are too high, man. It's Fast and Furious ride. Yeah, but it's all screens, man. Like Universal is almost all screens now on all the rides, and well, it's just I King think Kong's cool though. Yeah, King Kong's cool. Uh, and you, and free barbecue sounds good at the event. I'm always down yeah, for was, barbecue. That, that was awesome. I, I was really hoping The Rock would show up or something. <laughs> but, uh, no, it's no, too big for that. There, there was um, a production guy, though, who walked us through the queue and told us like trivia about the films and all that stuff. So. Sure, ain't nobody care. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, it was interesting. The only line I remember from many Fast Furious movies is the first one where he's like, you can have any beer or wait, get a beer as long as it's a Heineken. Uh, corona. Oh, oh, is it corona? It's, it's that corona. is it Corona? Yeah. No, I got it wrong. Then. <laughs> yeah. pay for that line. Well, Steve says Corona, so I guess I'm 100% wrong. Are you yeah, sure? No, it's 100%. Oh, no, they, look, they had they had Coronas at the party because of that. Holy shit. Okay. Yeah. If you ordered a beer, he would always say it. Like at the, the bartender, he'd be like, "So you want a Corona?" <laughs> Let me see. So, yeah, it was the whole thing. Yeah, ter- ride, terrible ride though. All and right. so Twister uh, was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, all right, next to the, the future. future. <laughs> oh, back to uh, it's the Simpsons now. Yeah, it's the Simpsons now. Ugh, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've done both, and Back to the Future was definitely more fun for sure. Uh, although it is pretty cool, the how they like de- decorated it now is pretty damn cool. So, uh, but all right, next bit of news here is just a quick one. Um, as it has officially been announced that the new Scream movie is going to be released next year. Um, and, uh, unconfirmed dates, but it is definitely getting released sometime in 2021. Um, obviously, uh, the directors from Ready or Not, who we had on, are going to be directing this new Scream with the original creator, Kevin Williamson. He is going to serve as uh, executive producer on the film. So, yep. Yeah. So, can't wait for that next year. I like the idea of Williamson being back. That's a good. That's a good get. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, all right. Next bit of news here. I know Todd's gonna be excited about this one because he's such a big Clive Barker fan. <laughs> but uh, there, there's going to be a new film adaptation of Clive Barker's Books of Blood that will be coming to Hulu this Halloween season. Uh, so, yeah, not much uh, details about this, but keep an eye out. Uh, that one, I think, is definitely going to be cool. Um, but, uh, okay, so apparently the script was written by uh, Adam Simon, who did the Salem TV series, uh, based on uh, the Barker short stories. Contributing original material, Books of Blood takes a journey into uncharted and forbidden territory through three tales tangled in space and time. Uh, I'm not too familiar with the Books of Blood. Um, did you ever read them, Todd? I thought you said you were wanting to read them or something. I read it. It's like an anthology kind of thing. Okay. You think it could do – that could be interesting? or? I, I, I never finished the book. I didn't like it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, something to watch this, ho- this Halloween season anyway for uh, you Barker fans. Uh, and then one last bit of news tonight – uh, a little more update on the new Evil Dead movie that is going to be coming out. As we reported last week, the movie was 
going to be titled Evil Dead Now? Well, apparently that's already changed as the new working title for the movie is called uh, Evil Dead Rise. Uh, so uh, another interview with Bruce Campbell, uh, he said the official name is Evil Dead Rise. We're getting a new draft in. Uh, I don't think anything will happen until 2021. Uh, full bore ahead. We're very excited about it. He also described the movie as a whole new ball game. No more cabin in the woods. So, uh, yeah, should be interesting. Uh, I don't know where they're going to put a setting for this one, since we're not going to have a cabin in the woods. Just doesn't feel like it's going to be really an Evil Dead movie to me without that. But, I mean, I guess Ashworth's Evil Dead did it. So, I guess you're. it's going to be something along the lines of that. But uh, we shall see, and we'll keep updating you guys about that. And then um, one last thing tonight is a couple of uh, rest in pieces as we lost a couple of um, icons of horror this week. Um, the first one being uh, Ian Holm, who played, of course, most famously in horror. He played uh, the android Ash in Alien, also uh, known for his roles in uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, trilogy. But um, just an amazing, great uh, actor, for sure. And also, um, a rest in peace to the director of The Lost Boys, um, Joel Schumacher, also passed away um, this week. So rest in peace to both of them. Um, definitely icons of horror. Yeah, for sure. And that is it for horror news this week. But is it it for trivia? Oh, all right. Let's do it's it. Trivia folks. time, baby. All right, trivia time. All right. So currently, in last place, we have Sam with 26 points. Fine. <laughs> in third place is Joe with 28 points. Sam, you can come back. You can come in third after tonight. Uh, in second place, we have Steve with 40 points. And in first place, last year's champion. Todd with 44 points. I need a theme song like walk out to like Stone Cold Steve Austin or something. <laughs> yeah, you really <laughs> drink two beers. I can't do that. I don't drink beer. You don't drink beer? We've been over this, Joe. You're not a beer drinker? Nah, plus I'm really lightweight with alcohol anyway, so two beers would probably get me buzzed. Aww. Yeah. That's right. You're a whiskey guy. Yeah, like my Tennessee honey whiskey. That Kentucky right. whiskey. Yeah, they're known for it here. Horses and whiskey and rednecks, so. <laughs> um, Whose twain is it here? I don't remember, but I can start. All right, go for it. Well, since we're doing Texas Chainsaw. I knew it, I knew it. Your questions are Texas Chainsaw Massacre themed this week. I'm sure that was no surprise to many of you. Uh, but all right, <laughs> let's get let's get into it. Uh, my first one is, what is the name of the semi-truck in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Black Delilah. Incorrect. Oh, uh, what? Seriously? Seriously. Fucking shit. No. Oh, my God. It's right in front of me. I had the stupid fucking truck <laughs> on, on my shelf. Delphia. Delphia? No, incorrect. I don't know. I don't remember. Red, Do Red Delilah? No, it is. You have the first thing correct, Todd. It's Black Maria. Oh, God. Oh, that was close. That sucks. <laughs> Damn it. I'll go. Todd's really right. 
wonder about that one. I fucking, it's right there, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, this one's brought to you by TJ of Death by Stereo Podcast. Really cool guys. All right. Um, what is the name of the movie that the lead character's mother starred in in The Final Girls? Uh, what? Like the movie she was like famous for that they like screened. Yeah. The movie they get sucked into. Like yeah, the movie something. inside the movie. I, I haven't seen it, so I don't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, you gotta get on that, Steve. I know, it's on my list, but I can't find you it. You watched so. the wrong one, remember? I, I watched oh, the wrong yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, same year, same date, same name. Like, what are the odds? Yeah, but one has one an S missing. Yeah, I know. I'm gonna say, I mean, it was already dancing. I'm gonna say like Camp Blood or something because it was at like a camp site. So that's good. Blue bloody eyes. Joe's so close. It's ridiculous. Bloody camp. (laughs) Uh, Judges, you said Camp Blood, but the answer is Camp Blood Bath. Uh, Close enough, I think. Steve, it's giving him a close enough, Sam. I'll take it. Don't you fucking dare. I'll fucking take it. (laughs) It's a, it's a wash. One no, one yes. All right, me and Todd will remember that. I'm taking it. <laughs> Take it, you sack. All right, I, technically, I got half of mine right, too, but I didn't get the point, so. Yeah, exactly, so mark that point off. Zero All right, points. I'll take it away. I'll take it away. You guys got mad at me for not being clear and half point and quarter point. Okay, but... I didn't write this question in the right grammar, so hang on with me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. Scared. You should be, because I don't know how I typed this up. Okay. (laughs) What other... Okay. Jesus. Oh, boy. (laughs) Get it together. I'm trying. Okay. (laughs) This is going to sound weird, so forgive me, guys. All right. What other horror movie is the child actor who plays Jedediah from Texas Chainsaw Massacre in. (gasps) You know what? When I was watching it today, I was like, what is that kid Ben in? He's, um, I know he's a lawyer now. That doesn't really make, you know, help me with the point. Uh, Jedediah, he was, I looked at this motherfucker too. He's in a popular TV show? What? He's in a popular TV show? Is that what you're saying? No, what what's, was it? What was it? What was what's it? another horror movie that he was in? Oh, another horror movie he was in. This was in 2004, right? TCM? Three. Yeah, three. Yeah. So what? He was... This fucker's a lawyer. Oh, wait. I, I can picture it. <laughs> yeah. I can I'm, I'm, I'm really that. clinging to the lawyer thing. But wait, was it... No. It wasn't Say, the Omen, was it? No, it's not the Omen. Oh. Unless it is the Omen, and I'm throwing you off. No. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm going to shit my I, pants I can, if I don't I can, this. like, see it, though. It had, like, a blonde woman in it, right? Uh, no, that's not going to be it. Uh, mm, that's too early for him. I'm going to say the others. It's not it, though, I don't think. No, it is the others. I think Todd's right. I think you're right, Todd. No, uh, I don't. Answer? I think it was too early. Huh? Does Steve have an answer? I have no idea. I think the others are too early because he's pretty young in TCM. I think you're right, Todd. Eh, no one's uh, right. Fuck. But look, <laughs> before we started recording, Joe goes, do you want to watch The Ring? And I was like, nope, because that's oh, what he's doing. Oh, oh, he's the fucking son. Yeah, he that's plays right. Aiden. <laughs> that little fucker. Shit. Now he's a lawyer, though. 
three and ring two. Wow. You know, I a lawyer. That's amazing. I don't remember a lot about the ring two. That's something I want to revisit. We should do the ring. We haven't. Like, I was thinking yeah. that too when I was looking up the trivia. We should do some. J- we haven't done like some American J horror stuff, like the Ring or the Grut and the Grudge and stuff. I haven't watched those since. Shoot, I think since it came out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so that's another good. Oh, the Grudge. I didn't like the Grudge. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Steve. All right. So I gave a hint to this before. So let's see if you guys were paying attention. I wasn't. <laughs> how, <laughs> how many people are killed in the original Leprechaun? Um, I'm going two. Oh. I'm going two on this. No, hold on. I'm going through this in my head. Five. I'm going to say two. So you're both going two and uh, Sam with five? I'll do three. Okay, so three, finalizer? Yeah. So you're all wrong. It's four. Uh, I'm trying to think, because he kills the first two people in the beginning of the movie. But I was closest, so I should get a point, because I'm a loser. No, I'm kidding. I can't remember who else he kills. Don't be giving yourself a point, Joe. Is the first one <laughs> the, the gold? I can't remember when the the gold like go, is in the guy's stomach and he rips it out. Which no, one? that's the two. second one. That's part yeah. two. Yeah, that, that's awesome. That's where yeah, he has he a pogo stick, right? Yes. Yeah, uh-huh. that, that's that's right. one of the best kills. Yeah. I need to All revisit right, that series too. Is it my turn? What was yeah, Todd's yeah. question? I forget. Um. Oh, about uh, the what final the girls. final girls? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Here's my next one. Here. Okay. Texas Chainsaw Massacre is based on what real life series? Ted Game. I'm sorry. Ted Game. Ted Game. Ted Game. Yeah. Yeah. I think Todd. Yeah, it's close enough. Does Todd get it? Cause he said Ted. He, yeah, but then he changed. I, I he said it. It's Ted Game. He said it. <laughs> I said I broke the rule though of going a little bit too early though. That, that's true. So, but Steve definitely doesn't get a point. All right, well Todd gets <laughs> no. Todd gets the first point of the night. Finally, right. someone on the board. Breaking his own rule <laughs> for his own points. <laughs> I can break him. <laughs> I got right, a super Canadian right. guy up, up my ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, your turn, Sam. Alrighty. Hang on, how did I write this? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> on the family drama called Seventh Heaven, Jessica Biel co-starred with Beverly Mitchell, who acted. Saw two. You're a motherfucker. Guess we're all breaking the rules now. Seriously. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot. We're supposed to wait until the question. Yeah, until the question's over. <laughs> Sorry. All right, go ahead. Finish the question. Oh, too late. <laughs> too late. I, I remember that throwing me off when I saw Saw 2, though. Like, I couldn't accept her in that position. Right? Yeah. Uh, now, yeah. I think it's better than part one, but we'll get to that. Oh, okay. Ooh. Although, it, Ooh, is that a spoiler for the best of the decade, 2000 to 2009, coming up? It's actually, well, no. <laughs> I don't want to say why. Okay. No. Because without Saw 1, you can't have Saw 2, so. Um, Todd, are you up? Turn, okay. Let me go back to my questions. Um, okay. The family are known as the Hewitts in the remake and the beginning. What are they known as in the originals? Sawyers. That is correct. Oh. Yeah. 
I was gonna scream, but I waited for him to finish on that. Oh, one. very good. <laughs> Maybe we should just get rid of that rule because it's kind of hard sometimes. No, yeah, okay. That's what she said. Well. All right. Um, what is the name of Tiffany's pet in Bride of Chucky? She has a pet. She does. Yeah, she has a cat. Uh, oh no, a spider named Charlotte. That's correct. Ooh. Joe okay, on fire tonight. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, because it goes on the guy's face. Exactly. That was a good movie for every little, every teenager that watched that, if you know what I mean. I fucking love that movie. Oh, yeah. Every teenage boy. (laughs) (laughs) Might need need to do that one, too. (laughs) We should do Brad and Seed, just because I haven't seen Seed in so long. Oh, (laughs) neither. (laughs) Okay, we ready? Yes. Okay, this one I'm gonna need you guys to like do like a buzz in because it's a multiple. I need it's multiple parts. Okay. So how do, how do we buzz in exactly? So just kind of say like your <laughs> name. Just say like your name. Like, did me and Sam both do buzz noises at the same time? We sure did. Just okay, say like Steve or Sam or Todd, and then you can try to answer it. Okay. Okay. Thanks for reminding us our names. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> that is so. Got it. Okay. Besides. Gunnar Hansen. Todd. Name three other actors Todd. who are Leatherface. Okay, Todd. Todd. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm going to fucking one up you and say them all. Ready? Yep. Gunnar Hansen, Bill Johnson, R.H. Uh, R. Oh, wait. R.H. Maloff <laughs> or Mia Hoff or something like that. The dude that played the one we just watched, Andrew yes. Ber- Zedlaski. That's a hard one. Rob Bernaski. Uh, Dan Yeager. Yeager. And. Yep. Robert yeah, something. Hacks. Jax something. Yes. Hacks. Todd gets the point. Todd, I got Only one point for all of that work? Oh, what? Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was just one point. Yeah, you stressed out for nothing, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> also, you could te- uh, technically, Kane Hodder also played Leatherface, but it was in stunt, doing stunt work. It did? Yes. Which one? God, I forget. But actually, you know what? I could be wrong on that. You know, because he's played... Because he said how he's played three of the four iconic slashers and he wanted to play like he was trying to get. I can't remember now. I could be wrong. Never mind. Yeah. And th- thank you to Bill Johnson for doing the intro to this episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Who's your favorite Leatherface? Oh, that's probably a question I asked, huh? It's not. No. It's not? Who's your favorite le- Leatherface, then? The original, I think, for me. Original? I mean, it's yeah. got to be. Yeah, I mean, Gunner. Okay, no, Gunner made, Gunner Hansen, made the character who it was, but besides Gunner, I honestly I might go with Bernarski. Is he the one in the remake? In the remake. Yeah, yeah. I'd go mm-hmm. with him too. I'm going part three, man. R H or R A. R A. Because part two is he's a little he's a little too cartoony, and this one he's a cross dresser, and it's just really weird how they make him. And uh, not not this one. We're talking about the next generation. Mm-hmm. And I think hey, how many it. how many leather faces have you met, Todd? Uh, let's see, Bill. R.A. for sure. And then I walked by a gunner. Mm, okay. That doesn't count, though. Oh. Yes, I, it does. No, it doesn't. I got to see him breathe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never had the chance to meet Bernarski, but apparently, like, he has some, like, bad some bad stuff with him. Like, uh, there was a huge uh, animal abuse scandal involving him. What? After the movie. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like what? He got, like, arrested... Um, oh. But I think the charges got dropped, but they found, like, they went to his uh, trailer, and they found, like, uh, 
there were like fucking like four thirty or forty dogs like tied up in his backyard. What? He claimed they were uh, rescues, like he was trying to rescue them all or something, but they were all like malnourished and shit like that. So he's basically it. Carl Baskins. Yeah. It's that yeah. bitch Carl Baskins. <laughs> yeah. oh my God. Carl yeah. fucking Baskins. Yeah, because I, I always wondered, like, why he doesn't do a lot of cons and stuff, and I think that's the reason. Because, like, if you Google him, you can find some info on Dude, it. Imagine if Linda Blair saw him. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm going to go ahead and say, while I knew all this off the top of my head, because I predicted Joe would ask that question, because he asked... Michael Myers question. So, uh-huh. so I wrote them all down in my notes. Here you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you do. It's like, this is what you do, because Joe always does the trivia of what we're reviewing. So, so just Steve. write down any of like the random like things that you notice, and usually that's what Joe will ask. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I had another one for tonight, too, but I didn't use it. I'm going to so. tell you the rest of my notes after we're done. All right. Okay. <laughs> my turn. Your yep. turn. All right, again with Seventh Heaven. Oh, Seven. Jessica Vill also co-starred with Barry Watson, who played in what early two thousands horror movie? No, they were in the movie together. Barry Watson. Oh, Barry Watson was in. Who the fuck is that? Yeah, who? Which one's Barry Watson? He's a brother. He's a oh, uh, House of Wax. No. Oh, boo. And I see those happy faces. Seventh Heaven. I didn't realize I had to watch Seventh Heaven to fucking like, be good at the trip. Seventh Heaven was actually a pretty good show. I'm, I'll yeah, say. I never, I never, I never watched that is. either. Yeah, I just know this theme song. I never watched <laughs> that like or Dawson's Creek. Isn't it like a pedophile or something though? Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys, give up. I do. I have no, I have I no fucking idea. <laughs> I can't remember like the guy, the, his face. Like he's I like a, remember. He's a dark-haired dude. Yeah, I keep oh, looking, I, I keep picturing Jeremy London, but <laughs> when you say Barry Watson, yeah, he looks like him. <laughs> All right, it's Boogeyman. Oh, is he, is I forget, I don't remember that movie at all, really. What? Yeah. Is, is I definitely start. Yeah. Oh wow, there's like seven I of those remember. movies. I remember yeah. there was an anthology, not an anthology. It was uh, there was a movie called Boogeyman, and it was just like all of like the iconic '80s horror movies, and they just played all the kill scenes from it. Yeah, yeah. I got that, just tape. that. You have that, yeah? yeah. Do you remember like the theme song to that? It was like "You're a Boogeyman." <laughs> That's blind. Like, oh shit! <laughs> serious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Did Did you do your last one, Dodd? No. Did you? No, go ahead. No, I'm the last one, so... Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Do you want a... Because I substituted one for TJ's. Do you want one about box office results or a, like, movie-based question from TCM? Box TCM. office. I'll go TCM. All right, so two for TCM. Because right. Toad... Because Joe wants to get Todd's question. I want a point. Mm-hmm. In the TCM remake, how many pounds of weed did they buy from Mexico, and where did 20, they hide? Uh, two, two pounds. Two pounds and a piñata. Oh well, Steve, you didn't finish answering the damn question, buddy. I, I didn't hear the rest. I didn't hear the rest of the question. I got <laughs> too excited. It cut out. Yeah. 
Well, I must have wrote down the wrong answer because I put five pounds, so I'm assuming you guys have it right, and I don't. It's, it's two pounds for sure. <laughs> All right, so I'm, Joe finished the question, so Joe gets a point. Damn it. It's two pounds, but the pinata was three. <laughs> I thought it was five, man. I'm glad. Oh, well. It was two. I literally, we literally just watched you pour it and it came on. Did it I? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love that kid. This one's for Sam. He bites so. the fuck out of Leatherface. Sam, listen up. I don't like the pressure. <laughs> What's the name of the dog in Audition? Jedediah. Kitty. <laughs> no. Kitty, 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 kitty. <laughs> I don't remember the dog in Audition. I don't remember audition. the dog. <laughs> oh, my God. Come on. <laughs> really? Let me get a shot. Let me get a shot at it. I don't. Oh, dog. yes, I do. I remember the dog, but I can't remember the name. Is it a Japanese name? It is. No. Oh, oh it is? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think of... Uh, what's the fucking... Well, bad... question if you know the breed. The Shih Tzu. <laughs> no. Don't they like Shih Tzus? Yamamoto is the name of the dog. No. Okay. <laughs> the Yoshi. answer... No. no. The, uh, the answer was Ganju. Ganji? Ganju. Mm. Well, we had two goose eggs tonight, folks, as (laughs) Steve and Sam do not get any points tonight. Wait, I have a bonus question. I have a bonus, too. I have a bonus, too. Oh, all right. Ready for my bonus? Bonus questions tonight, folks. You have to let me finish saying the question (laughs) before you yell at me. It's a 7th Heaven related. (laughs) What? It's a 7th Heaven related Kind of. Oh, fucking shit. Okay. So, you get a point if you can tell me... Oh, boy. This one's just off the top of your head, isn't No, it's it? not. <laughs> I just don't know how to say it. Because I'm dumb. Um, what year did the two movies that were in my trivia come out? The Ring and The Boogeyman. 2005. All right, Steve. I only know that because The Ring is maybe... On the top of my in my uh, top ten decade list. All right. Naomi Watts. So, no goose egg, Joe. There you go. Congratulations. <laughs> okay, here's my bonus one. Um, you cannot go over. The closest one to it gets the point. Eh, fuck it. You can go over. Closest one to it gets the point. <laughs> How much money did the remake make? TCM. I'm going to say $95 million. Okay, $95. Oh, I'm going to say... This is worldwide, not just U.S. Oh. But... I'll still, I'll still go with that. Okay. 2003, I mean, that's yeah. pretty good money for 2003. Uh, it was pretty popular. So I'd say 100 Okay. And even $100 million. I'm gonna say 112 million. And you said 100 even, Steve. Yep, I did. Ooh, Sam beats you by a couple mil. It's 107 million. Oh. Oh. Good job, Sam. Yeah. That was worldwide. So we have no goose eggs tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone gets a point on the board. Yay. Uh, Sam gets a point to remain in last place. 
with uh, 27 points. You don't have to say last place. We already know Joe. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Joe gets four points tonight to, yeah. go to 32 points. Four. Steve gets a point to go to 41 points. And Todd with two points to remain in first place with 46 points. Reign of Terror continues. <laughs> it's hard to be the king. There's a lot of pressure on me, you know? Well, it, it's it's getting tough, you know. Not only do you have to know horror films, now you have to know teen comedies from the two thousands. Next is gonna be freaking Dawson's Creek. All right. <laughs> when I see their happy faces, I know. I actually super weird uh, segue, but speaking of Dawson's Creek, he had a Jurassic Park uh, poster. That was a top movie in the theaters last week. Yeah, it was so weird. Jaws, Jaws, and Jurassic Park. Yeah, like how weird is it that 2020 Jurassic Park and Jaws are the top two films in the box office? And that's yep. all drive-in too, right? Yep. Not surprised. It's dope. Great films, so they deserve it. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Spielberg. You're taking over to the yeah. without making any movies. What is he making next? Uh, Indy 5, maybe? The hell is Indy 5? Indiana Jones 5? Oh, Indiana 5. They've been saying that for like 10 years. Mm. Yeah, it's on, they, it's on Disney Slate, so. Yeah. That's what they're playing at the drive in by us this week, or the closest drive in is uh, Indy and Raiders. Oh, that's a good good setup. Mm-hmm. And, then, my favorite, and then Jaws and Jurassic Park are on the other screen, probably because it did so well last week, they're just keeping it. Right. Part, part three is your favorite Steve, uh, of Indiana yeah. Jones? It is, yeah. Okay. Okay, Junior. <laughs> oh, James Mangold is making. Uh, Indy Five. That's the guy who did uh, Logan. Did uh, you like? Did you like the Four with Shia? That's terrible. Did you watch oh, this? Watch what? Indy with Shia. Watch what? Indiana Jones with Shia. LaBeouf? Yes, I did. did you like I saw it in the theater. Oh. Me too. Me we had to, I just had to make sure we mentioned Shia LaBeouf again. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like Aliens, buddy? Yeah. Steve, you didn't like? Uh, no, you mean Aliens in the movie? No. Yeah, that was just really stupid. Well, I mean, they had Jesus melting people's faces in part one. I don't know. I just like the religious stuff better. I, I actually played a video game called Fate of Atlantis, which was the perfect Indiana Jones 4. And that's what I wish they had gone with, him finding Atlantis. But this alien shit was just not not good. Well, they're going to have to pass the mantle to somebody else because, I mean, Harrison's, what, 70-something? No, he's, he's almost 80 now. Is he? Yeah. Oh. Mm. Damn. Well, anyway, about horror movies. Uh... <laughs> All right, Texas. Chain. Do you guys want to go in the order of prequel to remake or remake to prequel? I'm thinking we start with the prequel. Prequel. Shh. Don't cry. Don't cry. Shh. Hush, little baby. Don't say a word. Mom was gonna buy you a I never had me a little girl before. You're all gonna die. See what you did, boy. 
you started a whole whirlwind. As long as we stick together, ain't nothing that we can't handle. It's all about the family. Kids okay? Where are you taking us? Where are you taking us, sir? Amazing grace. Thomas! What is that? What is that? Come on, boy. Stay here tonight. By God, they'll remember what we do. Yeah! All right. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, is a prequel to the remake, and it is about a, uh, a foursome, uh, two brothers. They're brothers, right? Yeah. Yes. All right, two brothers and their girlfriends. Yep. Uh, the younger brother just got drafted to Vietnam. His older brother had already done a tour. So they're on a road trip to drop them off at the base so they can get deployed. And their girlfriends will drive back and, you know, wait for them. Um, but, you know, shenanigans happen and they get stranded and they run into the Hewitt family. Um, but before we see all that, we um, were with the Hewitts as they're in the meat packing business and it's closing down. Leatherface is a butcher. He's a big old brute, and everyone's scared of him. And they close him down. The town's dying basically because the meat industry is leaving this like Texas area, um, so there's no jobs. So we are treated to the origin story of the sheriff. We learn that um, he's not a sheriff. He actually killed the actual sheriff, and no one comes to look for the actual sheriff, which is kind of strange plot hole, but whatever. He kills him, takes over the mantle of the sheriff. Um, and we figure out how they become cannibals because they can't get food, so they get it from people. And that's the story. We follow along the Vietnam vet and his family as they're trying to escape um, the Hewitts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, originally I didn't like this movie, and the second time I watched it, I didn't like it again, and this third time it actually grew on me. And I think it's got the best score of any of the movies, especially if you watch the unrated version. It's got some really brutal kind of uh, almost hostile X uh, S you know, like scenes in it. Like when he's mutilating the guy on the freaking table, that's pretty gru- gruesome. Um, however, I don't really like the subplot of the whole military thing. It just rubs me the wrong way. It, it, I think if you remove that, it doesn't change anything in the movie. I know you're trying to make the younger brother have a coming of age tell where he, you know, steps up and potentially saves some characters. Um, but it was really strange, especially with, uh, the old drill sergeant, um, I forget his name, Ermie, right? Where he's oh, like, yeah. yeah, where he's like, oh, you're fucking soldiers, you kill any, you know, Viet Cong or whatever, and he's constantly belittling him, belittling him over it, and like beating him and stuff like that. It's it just, it was a re- weird story point, and I really enjoyed the characters, but I didn't like the reason why they were in the situation. I think they could have done something differently. But what do you guys think? Yeah, I uh, I agree with you, Todd. I felt like that, like that's like. 
my, kind of the main my main issue with this movie. Um, but I'll preface this by saying um, the the I haven't I hadn't seen this movie since theaters. Um, when I saw it in theaters, I rem- didn't I remember not liking it like at all. Um, so this was basically a, a pretty fresh watch. I hadn't seen it since. I mean, when did this come out? Two thousand seven or something like that, or eight. So I mean, it's been over two thousand six. So yeah, I mean, it's been you know a way well over a decade since I'd seen it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I I definitely liked it. This definitely grew definitely grew on me, like you said, Todd. Um, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more uh, this time around. I will say it's a bit slow. It takes a little bit of time to to get going, especially like with Leatherface. We really don't get full on Leatherface until about an hour into this movie, which. You know, but once you do get Leatherface, I I think it's awesome and it's definitely the best part uh, of the movie for sure. Um, one of my biggest problems as well with this movie is I did not feel a connection with any of the characters, which is a big plus to me with the remake, which we're gonna get into. But with this one, I uh, I just didn't have like any feeling. I really did not care about any of those four main characters, and I think that the big problem was character development. I just don't think the characters were um, developed very well in this one. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where I am. But overall. I, I did like this one a, a lot more than I thought I was going to on this second watch. Who do you think you are? <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> um, so I actually have seen this one before. I uh, saw it in the theater, and I remember loving it. I actually didn't do a fresh watch to review it for the podcast tonight. Um, but I just I've seen it a few times because I've always been a fan of this one. I feel like I like the kill scenes. The sheriff is really creepy. Um, Leatherface is creepy as well. I get what Joe's saying about you're not really attached to the characters. Like, I was more attached to, um, what's her name? I don't know her name in the movie, but Jordana Brewster's character. Um, Yeah, she's a beautiful (laughs) gal. She's from the faculty, right? Yep, she is. Um, But yeah, I really like it. I always enjoy watching it. It's definitely like um, a good... Both of them are like the perfect slasher to me. Like, they're very scary, I think. Like, I still get scared when I watch them. So I don't really Uh, have much more to add. (laughs) uh, Yeah, uh, I, I also hadn't seen it since I saw it in the theaters in 2006. But I think uh, it's a very worthy entry in the franchise. Uh, there's a lot of great kills that I like. It was, this one was like really brutal, and I really liked that about it. Uh, unlike Joe, I felt I felt the whole movie went by really quickly. Like I was never really bored. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was interesting. I really like getting kind of the backstory on uh, the Hewitt family. I thought that was really cool because, as we'll talk about later, I really liked the remake uh, film. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just lots of good kills. Performances were okay. I do agree with Todd that the military thing was really out of place. Like, I don't know why he cared so much about, you know, like, uh, I don't know if it was, like, Stolen Valor or whatever he was trying to get to. He was a draft dodger. Well, yeah. Draft dodger, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It just seemed out of place for that character. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just really, really dug this one. Leatherface is really cool, so... 
Yeah. It was awesome. Uh, I, yeah, I, I mean, I may have misspoke. It wasn't that um, I found it to be boring or anything. It was just, it took so long. Like, for in a, like, Texas Chainsaw movie, I just expect Leatherface to, like, be more prominent. Like, like full-on Leatherface. And we just don't get that in this one. Um, I think I would have preferred more of, for a movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre the Beginning, I would have prefer, preferred more of, like, an origin story with Leatherface, kind of rather than what we get here, where it's just kind of, you know, he's a little more developed. Like, I, yeah, we get, like, that little opening with uh, you see him being born and, like, tossed in the trash. But I would have liked to have seen kind of, like, more of him growing up, which I know we kind of got that in another sequel, um, Leatherface, that came out recently. But, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have seen a little bit more of, like, him growing up or something like that in this one. And... Like, rather than just kind of, like, him in, like, a face mask before we get on, like, the full-on leather face. But, yeah, so that was my kind of problem with it. And, you know, he doesn't pick up a chainsaw until an hour into the movie. But that last half hour, 35 minutes, I mean, totally makes up for what what we get in that first hour to me. You did say it was boring. You yes. can't take it yeah, back. I said I might have misspoke. I said, well, I thought I said, I think I said it took a little time to get going. Yeah. Don't start, Joe. <laughs> see, see, I like the character. I connected with the characters more in, in the beginning than I did in the remake. So really? I don't know. Yeah. Interesting. I thought they they had really good chemistry. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, this movie only made 51 million. I mean, it made well over its budget, but that's kind of a failure compared to the 100 million that the other one made. Right. So um, you know what bugs me about this one though is some. I think a lot of the stuff is thrown in just to be there, like. For example, the biker. Um, such yeah, a wasted really opportunity. Yeah. Like he could have gone in there and killed maybe another, you know, member of the fire or the not firefighters, the the Hewitts. Um, even, even the female biker that was super fucking random, like her like robbing them, like it just kind of yeah. like came out of nowhere. Yeah, there's a lot of that. And then when the we get the origin of why the guy's in the wheelchair from the remake, and it doesn't make any sense. He gets shot in the knee, so they cut his leg off with the chainsaw. <laughs> and it cut his other one off too. <laughs> like that was just thrown in there for violence. Yeah, to to make things even. Yeah, it's stupid. Yeah, right. They had to go. I know it's died. stupid. Yeah. yeah. He would have. He would have died. All they did was put paper on his freaking stump. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, and that's actually one of the problems with uh, the movie is that, especially with the Hewitt family, you knew they'd make it to the next one. So yeah. there was no sense of danger and no sense of like, oh, he's gonna get his due or she's gonna get her due. Uh, yeah, that, that that kind of took away from the film, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I definitely think, though, like, watching it now, um, it's a good kind of companion piece to if you watch this one first and then watch, like, the remake after. Because, obviously, this is, like, in my opinion, a, a step down from the remake. But if you watch this one first and you carry it over into the remake, I think they kind of go well to, like better together that way rather than watching the remake first and then going to this one it just doesn't work as well yeah i think i've only watched the remake first when i've watched these mm-hmm. oh. um favorite kill uh, i mean probably when he fucking uh gets the biker dude with the chainsaw on the back i like that okay that was good mutilation obviously was great too yeah, I'm going with the mutilation, and it's uh, pretty sad too when she's hiding under the table and she he's getting like she's getting all his blood dripped on her face and shit. That's pretty brutal. Yeah, I agree. The mutilation was crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I personally, like, I did not see the ending coming. Like, I, I thought she was going to get away. So then when, like, and how did he get in the backseat of the car, by the way? <laughs> Movie magic. <laughs> I, it's brutal when he runs down the cop and the guy that he pulled over, too. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah but, but that, was a pretty, that was a good ending. I, li- I like that ending where, you know, he kind of gets away and yeah. walks away. It's pretty cool. Uh, I know you got to turn your brain off, and I guess maybe it's in the 70s, but I, you would still think that one, the original deputy that gets killed, they would come looking for him. Right. And then the guy that gets run over, they would come definitely come looking for him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, that's just a nitpicking. But I thought that was kind of silly how they played that out. Mm-hmm. I think he could have bought a fucking thrift store cop outfit, you know? Yeah, right, right. But, I mean, Arlie's great in this, just like how he's great in the remake. And he's definitely one of the highlights of the movie for this one. Cause, I mean, he's a creep. He's awesome. He's, I mean, he's such a good actor. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. And I don't understand too if you're the meat packing the meat packing manager and his his assistant manager I'm assuming if you're afraid of this guy why would you start calling him like a like stupid ass and dumbass and stuff <laughs> yeah yeah just be, I would be so nice to him like hey man like <laughs> I know can you like uh, go home and I'll do your job for you <laughs> yeah you just go home man like, but anything else to add before we going on to uh, rating nope I don't think anybody? so nope. I'm going to give it a solid 7 out of 10. I'm going to give it an 8. Whoa. All right. All right. Um, I'm going to give it uh, 6.5. Okay. And I'm right there with Todd, a 7 out of 10. My man. All right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the remake. Tell me how much you love. How much? That much. That much. Hey, are you okay? They're all dead. I'm gonna have to call the cops, I guess.
After picking up a traumatized young hitchhiker, five friends find themselves stalked and hunted by a deformed chainsaw-wielding loon <laughs> and his family of equally psych psychopathic killers. Is that the right term for it? I don't know. I would say psychotic killers, personally. Um, yeah, so if you've seen the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, you've pretty much seen this movie. Um, just this one's kind of that movie on crack. Uh, they changed a lot of the scenes. But anyway, there's a group of friends that are traveling across Texas. They're going to go to a Leonard Skinner concert. Uh, they just returned from Mexico where they bought some weed, had a party, things like that. Um, they come across a young lady that's walking on the freeway. She's obviously you know, in trouble. She's bloody. She's dirty. She's incoherent. So they pick her up. So that's the first main change from the original where in that one, they pick up one of the family members, such as crazy, and he you know, cuts people and things like that. Um so they're trying to talk to her, you know, hey, like, what can we do? She starts freaking out because, like, she's, she tells them, hey, you're driving the wrong way. No, we can't go back there. She pulls out a gun from her vagina and shoots herself in the head and kills herself in the car, which leads them on the path to go into, like, a, like a gas station and try to get to, get some help, which leads them to the, detect or the, the sheriff deputy, which we know is bad because we just talked about the beginning, and just a bunch of crazy shit happens, which they eventually try to go to a house to get help because the deputy's not helping them or that he just hasn't shown up yet. And then they, they mix with Leatherface and the family and blah, blah, blah. And they start, they start dying. So, um, someone else take it away. Um, I guess I'll go. Cause, yeah. Um, okay. So again, I also saw this one in the theaters and I love this one so much. Like it's so weird. Even I, I don't know. I feel like, my eyes feel like the cinematography is, like, beautiful in some creepy way. Like, it's just very, like, beautifully creepy. It's fucking frightening. Um, you have Jessica Biel, which is America's sweetheart. <laughs> I don't know if she's still a sweetheart, but she was when this movie came out, which I think that's why a lot of people went to go see it, to be honest, because she was, her, like, her outfit's heart on point. Mrs. Yeah. Justin Timberlake. Oof. She was like a heart, a heart drop while this came out. Mm -hmm. um, but going along with the lines where Joe mentioned you're more uh, connected and you care about these characters, like just because we know that they've had a good time, we know that they've been friends for such a long time, like you're just hoping that they can have a good trip. And with that first scene where the girl ends up killing herself in the car, like that is just, I remember that stuck in my mind for so long like it's just fucking scary um you get connected with um Aaron and her boyfriend's name I can't think of his name right now Kemper is yeah. it yes yeah yeah, that's yes. Right. Yep. yeah um Leatherface is really 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 <laughs> horrifying in this one um just all of this I feel like it's a roller coaster of fright that's the best way I could describe it and mm. it's still not that it's super old or anything, but it still holds up. Like, every time I watch it, I still get frightened from it. Mm -hmm. So if you haven't seen it, I definitely say you should watch it. Uh, yeah, I think this is one of the best slasher. It may be probably the best slasher remake they've ever done, for oh, sure. Yeah. And one of the best horror remakes they've ever done, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I saw this one in theaters as well, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I loved it, and I, it still holds up, I mean, I, we just watched it before, 
we came on and I mean, it's still, and I agree with Sam, actually, I actually, when we were watching it, I thought that in my head, I was like the cinematography in this movie, it's beautiful. Is actually, this it's movie, so it looks nice. so good. Like, yeah, it just has like, just like a really nice look to it. Yeah. Um, and honest and man, one of the coolest shots I've seen in like, while watching this back, I was like, that shot is awesome. When she shoots herself in the head and yes. you see the, them all screaming and the camera keeps panning back, and then it goes, goes through, the, through hole the hole in her head. Yep. It is so fucking cool. Um, and man, it, it was awesome. It's awesome. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I, I just love this movie. Um, I, it's right on par to me with the original. I mean, the original has that just raw feeling that you just cannot replicate, which obviously is what what kind of makes that one, you know, one of the best you know horror movies ever made. Mm-hmm. Um, but this one is a worthy. Um, you know remake and like i said the characters to me are just is what really sets the movie apart um i think all the main characters are really good in this and i really felt a connection with a lot of them you have that um with erin and her boyfriend there you have that like you know love story and you know when the wedding ring falls out when leatherface is ready to kill him or whatever it's like you know, you really feel that. And just, like, him dying so early on, too. Like, you really thought he you was know, maybe going to last a lot yeah, longer. Yeah, that gives you the—that takes away any kind of hope you right. had that some—there were going to be some—a few of them were going to survive. Right. And there's so many memorable scenes in this movie. Like, when Leatherface shows up wearing his face, uh, it's like, oh, man— it's awesome, and I mean, there's just even more like just memorable scenes when when the dude with no uh, legs there yeah. is telling Leatherface to bring it, you know, but you don't know that he's telling him because, and then the fucking door comes flying open with the chainsaw rails up. I mean, this movie is just awesome to me. I I love this movie, um, and yeah, I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> um, real quick, I wanted to add since Joe talked about the original, I hadn't seen the original until. Um, just recently, mm-hmm. I think was that yeah, was, yeah, yeah. Um, the first one that I saw is you guys will have to remind me because I get all of the Texas Chainsaw saws mixed up. Is the one with Matthew McConaughey? Um, part that was four, yeah. part four. That was the first Texas Chainsaw I ever saw. You started at the worst. I started one. at the worst one, and then I saw <laughs> this one, the remake. remake. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, this I just feel like I have such a good connection with this one because it was like. I don't know the a fucking remake of the original, I guess, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. But what were you gonna say about the original? Like, um, I don't know what I was gonna say. <laughs> honestly, I forgot. Okay, you like the original though? <laughs> I like the remake better than you like the, the original. Oh, but I okay. think that's I, I think take. that's just the thing yeah. of where you see the remake first before the original. Sure. Yeah, um, I'm right there with you guys. Uh, I I do want to say this, and this is the reason. I think about this movie a lot. I would say, and I really thought about this, that this one had the best horror trailer ever. The mm. trailer for this film is so good. Now, for you, those of you listening, I included the trailer uh, audio uh, before we started talking about it. And I urge you to go on YouTube and check it out. It is so well done. And I think part of the reason is, A, their music choices, and B, like you guys said, the cinematography in this film is just so... Like, when I think of Texas, I think of this film. Like, the yep. yellows, the browns. Uh, it's just so friggin' well shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, the energy of this film is great. Like, it's so high energy. And the deaths are really good. And they come at a good pace where the movie is absolutely never boring. Uh, like Joe said, I love when Leatherface wears Kemper's face. It's just such a cool reveal. Um, 
I mean, Jessica Biel is so fucking hot in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's just no denying it at all. So that that really makes the movie easier to watch as well. Uh, the cat and mouse game that Leatherface plays with uh, her character, I think, is really interesting. I really like uh, them kind of both besting each other back and forth to see who ultimately comes out on top. Uh, the girl who shoots herself in the head, that's such a like creepy slash interesting uh, storyline and really sets the tone for this film, mm-hmm. uh, which is awesome. Um, I, and I even like it right up to the end when Leatherface pops up like one last time and just like kind of swipe, swipes at the car as she's like driving away. Uh, yeah, this movie is fucking awesome. And I agree with Joe. I think this is my favorite slasher remake uh, by far. And uh, definitely a worthy addition to the Texas Chainsaw Massacre uh, you know, um, series. So, yeah, awesome. Well, I hate this movie. <laughs> and uh, no, I'm just kidding. This movie is really good. Um, I think the reason you guys like the cinematography so so well is because the original guy came back from the original one and did it again. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, well, I mean, I'm not going to... I'm pretty much going to say the same thing you guys said positively about it. It's it's freaking great, and that shot through the head is awesome. So I'll say the negative things that pop up in my mind is um, I thought they could have done without the whole trailer park slash baby rescuing thing yeah. subplot. I think they could have took that out and nothing would have changed besides, you know, Aaron going back in the end to get the baby. They could have just left that out completely. That was a little, that was a little weird to me. Um, in her life again. And you're just like, it's more like intense Todd. Yeah. No, I that, know that, that but it, I definitely think that's the weakest part of the movie though. I agree. No, with I agree, that. but yeah. I'm just yeah. thinking maybe that's what they were hoping. It's for. it's just a little yeah. unnecessary. Like she gets away, she gets drugged, she gets away again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, why would she stab her friend in the stomach to kill him? That's kind of mean. Like, like she should have gone for the throat or something, make it quick. Slit his throat, yeah. Um, but other than the nitpicking <laughs> shit. What? She was distressed, she said. She was distressed. She wasn't thinking clearly. It would have been funny if he still survived after that. Oh. Uh, now this scene you didn't mention, sorry to interrupt Todd, but it was that guy who does she does kill was when he's running through the sheets and he cuts his leg off. That part's oh, awesome. so good. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I got to give a shout out to Morgan's lip. His lip quiver <laughs> is <laughs> funny yet really well done. Like you actually feel like he's really scared of the drill sergeant there because his his fucking lip is just like nonstop <laughs> flapping. Oh. And, you know, honestly, though, I could have done without that scene as well um, when he comes back and just to fuck with him a little bit more. For me, it drags a little bit, and I think it's because we have that trailer park scene. So if that could have taken it out of there, it would have been a little bit higher for me. But that's just the negative stuff. I still on agree with everything you guys said about, you know, the violence, the characters, even though I connected, connected with them a little bit more in, in the beginning, they were still really well done. Um, I kind of miss the hitchhiker, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. it was a really welcome relief just because of the whole camera through the head shot thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you and then you followed up with the sheriff, like filling her up and, you know, talking about her corpse in like a bad way. And that's mm-hmm. just gross, too. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, he uses the saran wrap to cover he fingers, the body. <laughs> he, he, he fingers he her, too. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. But um, we haven't even mentioned Jedediah. 
Poor, poor little kid. Poor kid Graham's mean to him, too. Do <laughs> uh, you think that's Leatherface's kid? I don't know. Kind of got a Leatherface kid vibe. Like, maybe Leatherface had sex with his grandma. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, and that's like the love child. I think that's They're what, all inbred, yeah, so. It's supposed to be like an inbred yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, not a lot to say anymore. Uh, Let's rate it. We've got a lot of questions, so. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, um, do you want me to rate it first? Yeah, sure. I give it. A, I give it a seven point seven five. Come on, Todd. Yeah, that's still pretty good. <laughs> I give it a. It's hard. I have between a 9.8 and a 10. Whoa. Damn. Oh, wow. Damn. It's Perfect. really good, you guys. I mean, it is great. Like, I base movies off of just, like, how it makes me feel. Like, I remember when I saw this in theater, like, I just loved it so much. Like, I, it was a date that I went on, and, like, the guy was not into it at all. And I was, like, having such Fuck a great that time. that guy. I know, right? <laughs> was it Joe? And Gerald? I remember, like, <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember the whole time I plugged my ears and covered my eyes because I was so afraid. It's so good. So where are we at? You well, you guys are judging me if I give it a 10. No. <laughs> no one's give it. It would be the first 10 ever show history, I think. No, well, it wouldn't. Well, not the, sorry, the Shining. I feel yeah. like I've given a 10 on, like... Other stuff. You get whatever you want. Us or you give it a know. 10 or you 9.8. Let's hear it. Ugh, fine. 9.8. <laughs> okay. Wait, uh, what, is, what is a negative for you, Sam, about this movie? A negative? Yeah. That gives it, that takes off 0.2. <laughs> you guys. I feel like I'm like being too loose with it. Give it's it a that 10. fucking guy that you went and saw it with. He put a sour taste in your mouth for forever. Okay, you're right. I give it a 10. What's All that guy's right. name? His name? <laughs> Charlie. Alex. Fucking Alex, dude. Did you say Charlie? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be a cute name. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I love this movie. It's one of the best, I, I think not just one of the best slasher remakes ever, I think one of the best slasher movies ever. I'm mm-hmm. just going to come out and say it. Uh, and I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. I love this movie. Holy shit. It's so good. And uh, this movie will probably make some kind of appearance in a future episode. And I'm worked out with Joe, also a 9 out of 10. I really, really love this movie. Okay. All right. All right. You guys ready for some questions? Yes. All right. So you can ask us those questions on social media at the Horror Squad Podcast or by email, thehorrorsquadpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, a lot of Leatherface questions, only two that weren't. So I'll start with the Leatherface ones. Uh, Rise Horror Corner. Who would you pick to play Leatherface if they were making a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I'd go with Vince Vaughn because he was a badass and brawl for cell block 99. And he's 6'5", so that's a perfect height for me. Too skinny. Too meat. Put some meat on the boy. I'm going going Mankind. Yeah, Big Foley. That's that's exactly who I had, too. (laughs) He's perfect for it. I like it. I don't know. If I knew it was Vince Vaughn, it would take out the fright for me. Like, I would want it to be someone I didn't know. Yeah. That makes it scary. Just a no-name actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna... What about Tyler May? He's fucking tall. He's huge. He's too buff. Too buff? I think you gotta go chubbier. You gotta go chunky? Yeah. I like, all right. Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. 
and, and I, I totally agree, Todd. Mick Foley would be fucking awesome. As, uh... <laughs> it would, it would it's work. It's pretty much yeah. the same person. Yeah, and, and he could do like the uh, you know the stunts and everything, just like, yeah. get his ass completely whooped, but keep coming. <laughs> I think it would be fucking awesome. Um, all right, the next one comes from Patrick. He says, "Would you buy a makeup called Texas Chainsaw Mascara?" Sam. Yes. <laughs> I'm surprised. I'm, I'm sure there is one out there. I wouldn't doubt it. That's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Someone's got to do an Etsy shop for that. Yeah. Right. Um, his next question: Would you enjoy this more if it was a musical with Sarah Brightman as Sally? So I don't. I didn't know who Sarah Brightman was. I had to look her up, but she was in Repo, which I've never seen before. So I can't really answer that. I can't answer that, but I'm, if it's a horror musical, yeah. Yeah, the genetic opera. I've never seen it. I've seen it. How was it? It's not good. Not good. No. I know it has. Bill, it definitely has Bill a Mosley cool sings. Yeah. It's got it's um, got Paris Hilton and Bill Mosley as brother and sister, and they both sing a duet together. Oh jeez. Uh, <laughs> well, that's a random duo. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Uh, next one comes from Tommy. He says ranking them would be interesting. Mm. So, do you guys want to rank them or? Sure. I'm, I, I'm trying to remember like all of them. I just don't want to miss one. I'll start then. You can just go base off my okay. list. Uh, Leatherface, the latest one's the worst one. Mm-hmm. Uh, followed by the next generation or new generation. Yeah, next generation. Uh, then we're gonna go with uh, the beginning, and then we're following that up with Leatherface Part Three, which is Ken Foray and Viggo Mortensen, and then we're doing uh, Part Two. Remake and original. My head Sam's hurts. <laughs> Let me go so I can get this out of the okay. way. I only know like three of them. Okay. Todd started from oh, the worst. I'm sorry, yes. I forgot Texas Chainsaw 3D. That one would that would be, um, that would be after beginning. No, I like that one. You do? I thought yeah. you liked 3D, Sam. Which one do I like? That's the Which one, one with one do uh, I the rap guy, isn't it? What's what was Todd's last uh, worst Le- one before he just changed it? Oh, that's the yeah, where he's like a teen or a young adult. Yeah, that one's a wannabe yeah. Devil's Rejects one. Okay, that one, and then the 3D one. I thought you liked 3D. It's yeah, got a like 3D. Who's that rapper guy in it? Um, isn't there like a rapper guy? Yeah, in it? I can't think of his name. It's not Trey Songs, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah. And Alexandra Daddario. I've seen it like twice. I don't think I did yeah, like it. Okay, let right me see. There. Okay, I'm just going to start from the ones I did like. Okay. Um, so, obviously, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake is number one for me. And then I'll go the original. And then the one with Matthew McConaughey. And then Texas Chainsaw 2. I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay, I'll go next. I'll... I'm going to go Leatherface being the worst as well. I just really hated that one. Um, and then I will go uh, Texas Chainsaw, The Next Generation. And then Texas Chainsaw 3D. Then Leatherface. What's uh, then uh, Texas Part Chainsaw, three. the actually, I'm sorry. Texas Chainsaw, The Beginning, then Leatherface. Texas Chainsaw 2, Texas Chainsaw Remake. Original Texas Chainsaw. I, I well, thought you I hated watch... Part 2. What's that? I thought you hated Part 2. 
I'm I didn't hate it, but I mean it's better than a lot. It's better than a lot of the other ones. Like I, I think I honestly think the Texas Chainsaw franchise as a whole is pretty weak. Yeah. So Sam, there's there's two two of them are called Leatherface. What's the 1991 about? That's part that's three. part yeah part. Oh three. lord. <laughs> okay. Yeah, and I'm about the same as you guys. Uh, Leatherface at the bottom. Uh, next next gen after that. After that, I would go maybe three, then beginning, then 3D, then two, then remake, then one. Okay, okay. Yeah, give three a shot, man. It's got Ken for in it. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to rewatch them all. So. All right. Uh, all right. So next one comes from Christopher. He says, "How do you? Oh, wait a minute. No, sorry. Tommy had one more. He says, "How do you feel about the coming reboot yet again?" I didn't even know there's another one coming out. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't really heard much about it, honestly. I don't even know what their plans are for another one. But if they're going to remake it again, I don't know. We'll see. What would you like to see in this franchise if they do anything? God. Maybe a proper origin story? Like, Leatherface was terrible. I don't know if we need one. I, I just want I a straight slasher. Kind of yeah. Just a straight up. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's just go fun. back to it, the roots. Yeah, I don't hate it. Do it like a reboot, remake kind of thing. Right. Just end the franchise. <laughs> that, that too. Yeah. No. Um. All right. The next one comes from Christopher. How do you feel these two held up to the originals? How do you feel they surpass the original? Definitely don't surpass it. I don't think in any way. Um. But, um, I mean, I think, the, like I said, I think the remake compares really well to the original. I think they're almost on equal grounds in some ways. However, like I said, though, the original just has that, you just can't replicate that just dirty feel of the original. Yeah. I mean, the answer is surpass it. Uh, obviously, you got to go with the gore and violence because TCM original yeah. doesn't have any, practically. Yeah. Um, True. But, I mean, it's it, it was made, you know, X amount of years later, so horror movies obviously changed. So you can't really, like, great against the original for that mm-hmm. um but i think the scares in the original are just like leagues above the remake i think they're a lot more effective yeah. in it like you said it every time i watch it i like feel anxiety for sally when she's in the um oh god the, the, dinner the dinner yeah it's like they're crazy people literally yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah, nothing can replicate it. It's Mm-mm. still so terrifying. Yeah. And yeah, the exact yeah, just her and her screaming in that movie is just oh, so yeah. like, great. Like, it just is so convincing. And just man, like and grandpa in that movie is just so yeah. terrifying when he's like sucking the blood out of her finger and Ugh. he's like they're trying to have him hit her with a hammer and it keeps Come falling. On, yeah. grandpa. <laughs> it's disturbing. Yeah. I, I, I vividly tired. remember the yeah. first I vividly remember the first time I watched this movie. My sister rented it for me when I was like thirteen. Yeah. For Halloween and BHS tape, me and my friend Matt were like, fuck, this movie's fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, I think the remake, it does a good job, man. It, it definitely pays homage and does its own thing, which I can appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with all you. But like, uh, you just can't, like you said, you can't match the greediness of that, the, mm-hmm. the original. Mm-hmm. That's something That's that they couldn't do even if they tried, you know? So. Uh, like a good remake does, it, it just kind of plays on the original and does its own thing at the same time. Yeah, definitely loved it for that. Um, next question comes from Aaron at Horror with Sir Sturdy. 
which on a side note, uh, I my episode with him finally aired on YouTube and on podcast. So if you want to check it out, episode 111 of Horse or Sturdy, and I talk about the podcast a little bit and everything. So if you want to check that out, that'd be awesome. He asked, which TCM is your favorite, which we answered. Uh, mine is the original with the 03 remake, a close second, which I think we all said, right? Except Sam, remake. Sam flipped yeah. it, yeah. Um, okay, cool. So thank you, Aaron. And the final questions come from Mandy. First one, and this is a tough one. Who's hotter, Jordana Brewster or Jessica Beale? He says, hashtag Team Beale. Beale. Jessica. Beale. Why do you think that is? It's your own taste, It honestly. is your own taste, but, like, man, well, if we're just comparing movies, like, Jessica in those tight jeans, <laughs> that little tight white t-shirt, all wet, I mean, come on. God, Joe's about <laughs> to pop a boner. Look out. About to. He's full, he's full, uh, full staff right now, man. Jesus. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm on the Jessica team as well, but Jordan Brewster is smoking, smoking hot. Yeah, yeah. she's smoking. So is her friend, which I forget her name at the time, but she's stacked. Oh, and yeah. Blair, and I forgot to mention Blair Witch Connection, Texas Chainsaw remake. We have Erica from Blair Witch Two is the redhead. Ah, you're oh. correct, sir. Thanks. With the raining papers, no one can explain. I did, message, I did try to get her on the pod this week, but to no avail, unfortunately. <laughs> nice try. Well, we appreciate the attempt. And I tried to get Jessica on, but, you know, I just... <laughs> well, we, we, we can only get Timberlake, so we're like, nah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's busy doing her crazy shenanigans. Being a you mom. know, funny, interestingly enough, I was like, who could I get on possibly from the remake? And I was like, oh, maybe the girl who shoots herself in the head in the beginning of the movie. I was like, she's probably like doesn't do much now. And I went on her Instagram. She has over three million followers. I was Whoa. like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what happened to this? I don't. And Is I didn't like. Model? I didn't go up to look like what she does or whatever. But dang, she got like super famous. I don't. Know. Yeah. Maybe she's like an influencer or something. Yeah, something like that. You know, she auditioned for Aaron's role. I remember that trivia. Oh. Interesting. Can I can I say something about Andrew Bolinarski? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I don't really think he's a great leatherface, to be honest with you. No? Like, he, he's big, he's imposing, but I think he walks too normal, if that makes sense to anybody. Like, he's got, like, a I'm, I'm like tough guy strut, especially in the beginning where he's walking away. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I, I, I get a strange, not mentally incompetent portrayal for oh, him. I can see that, yeah. yeah. So that's just a little... Little thing right there. Yeah. Um, I loved him in this one. I did not love him as much in the beginning, though. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out who was the girl. Is her name Lauren German, the one that shot herself in the head? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. I'd have to IMDb look it up. But... Oh, that's her. It's head definitely. Yeah. It is, yeah. She only did 30. Oh, okay. I don't know if Lucifer is a big show, but she was in 68 episodes of that. Uh, Lucifer yeah. was a big show, Todd. Was it? 49 episodes of Chicago Fire. I'm not really familiar with that. That show's pretty big. It's on NBC. So maybe she's a pretty big in TV. Oh, she's in House of Part 2. I don't remember her in that. That's a good one. And appeared in Seventh Heaven. So. Seventh Heaven. Oh. Did she really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one episode. So. Seventh Heaven. <laughs> um, all right. Her next question is, what movie do you recommend with the letter D? I'll wait for this question. <laughs> we go to my D section. Yeah, Dawn D's. of the Dead. Of course. Yeah. Dawn of the Dead. Which, uh, 
I, 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 still, I have to say this. Eric F. Night. still Ooh, hasn't yeah. seen the original Dawn of the Dead. Fuck I Eric. Keep, <laughs> I keep bugging him about it. So he really needs to get on that. Like, Butthole. On. Watch it, Eric. <laughs> Stop reading so many damn books. <laughs> right. <laughs> Nerd. Same said Demon Knight. Demon Knight's good. Ooh, The Descent. Yeah, great. Oh. Ooh, I, I think a couple of these we talked about might show up in the next episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'll go with one I actually reviewed for the pod. I talked about on the podcast uh, a few weeks back uh, from 1973. Don't look now. It is a fucking super bizarre movie um, with Sam Neill, and I definitely scared. recommend it. Yeah. I got a bunch. If when when you guys are done, go ahead. Okay. I'm going to go traditional horror first, and I got a couple borderlines ones. So we mentioned Dawn. Let's talk about Day. That's a good one, Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devil's Rejects, although I like the original or House a lot better. Daybreakers is a fun little vampire movie. Mm-hmm. Dead Silence, great yes, movie. Yes, I mm-hmm. love that one. Mm-hmm. Turkey baster full of sperm, don't breathe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, the Devil's Candy. Yes. Watch that for sure. Devil's Candy's awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. Dead and Buried, I think Steve talked about that a couple weeks ago. I got one. Go. Glorious Frey film of all time, Dead Alive. Oh, Dead Alive's good. Yes! Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Brain Dead. Brain Dead, yep. Dog Soldiers, I know. Dog Soldiers, yep. Just watched I don't think that. I've never seen that. It's a good one. Good werewolf movie. Uh, if you want to see a really gross slasher one, it's called Don't Answer the Phone. Very sweaty and very. Just wrong. Oh, I'm scared. Uh, what about one we reviewed on the podcast recently? Drag Me to Hell. Yeah. Todd <laughs> oh, didn't like Todd it. <laughs> Deathgasm. Yeah, Deathgasm. Yeah, that's good one. Todd, what was the sweaty one you said? Don't answer the phone. <laughs> yep. It's about a Vietnam vet that goes around killing women. It's oh, pretty cool. brutal. Um, and then one I wanted to mention that's not horror. But it's kind of borderline. But Deadbeat at Dawn, uh, Jim Van Bieber, he's a director, and it's very graphic and very out there, and, and I would highly recommend it. But it's yeah. not a horror movie. One semi horror one. I mean, I think it's horror, but Deliverance. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'll throw out two more. Uh, my favorite movie of last year, Doctor Sleep. Mm, and yep. uh, another one that people sleep on that they shouldn't is Devil's Backbone. Yes. Is that Del Toro? Yeah, Del Toro. It's a good one. Yeah, never saw that. Never saw that. It's a good one. Worth watching. Good ghost. Is it in Spanish? Uh, It is. Okay. Uh, All right. So her last question and the last question we have this week. What's the first horror collectible or toy you ever remember having? Oh, God. Great question. Hmm. Great question. (laughs) Um... Okay, so one thing I specifically remember, and funny story, I actually got one of them back this week. When I was like maybe 12 or 13, when I'm trying to think, when did Briar Chucky release? 99? Maybe? Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. So the movie Maniacs 2 set came out of Chucky and Tiffany, and I remember having that at that age. And um, just recently, my mother messaged me, and she found the Tiffany figure up in their attic which I reacquired the other day and I brought her home and she's like filthy and Sam's she's like, so yeah. filthy. she's like super dirty. I'll send you guys a picture <laughs> of it. But uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good memory, but that's one I definitely remember uh, having very young. And your mom should have sold it. It's profit. Yeah. <laughs> Not telling your ass. <laughs> yeah. They're still, they're actually pretty cheap. You can actually get them like for 
in like in the box like i think they go for like 50 or 60 so oh, that's not bad at all yeah still thinking of mine if you guys got something yeah i remember mine uh when i was a kid my dad bought me a little crypt keeper uh holding a candle that lights up and he's oh, reading yeah. a book i, I want that that's on my that's on yeah that's on my want list i i i've been uh, looking on ebay they they don't go for too much actually so yeah so i still still have that uh, my parents have it yeah nice no so that's uh, the first tour thing i remember getting and i know she asked this question because we had discussion uh uh i the first gift i ever remember getting was a mr t doll because i was super (laughs) into mr t when i was a kid is like my idol when I was a like three year old, uh, <laughs> only really because I liked his cereal. I didn't. I don't know if you guys were too young to remember his cereal, but what's it was Mr. Like T? A, it was the best fucking cereal on, on, on the planet. <laughs> yeah, you just like gold oh. chains, Steve. Come on. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> Steve's yeah, walking so anyway. around punching his dad and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I you pretty got, fool. <laughs> give me my cereal. I also had a talking crypt keeper doll like in your tuxedo and you got it now Sam Mm -hmm. that one but I had that I remember I was really young and had that one too what happened to that one I gave it to my aunt who still has it to this day and she still like talks about it and when I went to visit her why did you give it to your aunt I forget I was like really young and she was like my favorite aunt and so I just like I gave it to her as like I gave it to her as like a present here's my toy and and she kept it like and she still has it to this day and when I went and visit her in Florida a couple years ago she still like had it on her shelf (laughs) and I wanted to take then I wanted to take it back Ungrateful little shit. <laughs> Sam, you got an early one? Um, not an early one like you guys do. I didn't really start collecting horror stuff until later on in life. How about anything? Like a Halloween item or something? Halloween, or... I feel like it would have been like um like a creepy crawly little Oh set. creepy crawlers, yeah. Like the kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Those are cool. Yeah. I'm with Sam on the realm of collecting. I didn't start till later on but i remember i got a i think it's mcdonald's or burger king um like uh fucking vampire dracula thing where he squeezes his legs and he opens his mouth it's like a purple figure oh nice um as far as like traditional horror stuff i think the one that pops in my mind the first one i bought myself was the freddy versus jason set where they're on like the burning the burning like wood area like mm-hmm. the, yep. the floor yeah, and I still have those figures. Still have those? Those go for I, a decent amount now. Yeah, I don't have the flame set. I just have the Freddy and um, Jason separately, but yeah, still got them here. Cool. Yeah, now that I think about it, I have to amend my answer. Uh, I, I was a huge card collector when I was a kid, and my parents used to give me Fright Flicks, which is uh, the, the, ho- nice. the horror card. So that would probably be my first mm-hmm. like, entry into like horror collecting. Do you guys remember the uh, NFL football cards where the players dressed in like Halloween costumes? No, nope. but I feel like I need them now. They're awesome. Like <laughs> yeah. that's the only time I, I care about. I used football. To, I used to collect them. They were like they dressed as like monsters. They were called like look them up like NFL monster cards. They were really cool. <laughs> all right, yeah. So that's it. That's all we got for this week. So thank you for asking any questions. We really appreciate. it. Yeah. Thank you. Guys, we appreciate it. Next week, Uncle Sam. 
Oh, I forgot about that. I gotta buy that. I don't know Celebrating Fourth of July, Fourth of July weekend, and uh, we're gonna cover Uncle Sam, and we might do something else, right, for Steve, because I think it's Canada Day as well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so I figured maybe we'd do a dual one Canadian, one American film. What, and... what you got in mind there, buddy? I don't. Know. I'll, I'll throw you guys a few options and uh, let me know which one you guys think. Because Yoga Hosers is not a good option. Fuck oh, no. no. Please, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I'll throw you guys a few Canadian like horror films. And so is, you guys think, maybe put it up to a vote. We'll see. Is Tusk considered a Canadian horror film? It is. Because, yeah. It's, I mean, it's I part of it was... Kevin Smith's like, Canadian trilogy. Set in Canada. It's, yeah. Ooh, we should do that one. That's a good one. Yeah, I really like that it's one. It's a good yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's disturbing, man. Ugh, tell me about it. I'm disturbed by it, and I shouldn't because yeah. I know it's a comedy, yeah. but I'm still disturbed. Maybe, maybe we should do it. <laughs> you want to just do Tuscan? Yeah, let's do Tuscan. Uh, Tuscan Uncle, Uncle Sam. Sam. <laughs> That's a cool double feature. <laughs> yeah. Pretty random. <laughs> what were your other uh, ideas, though, Steve? I, I'd have to think about it. Um, right. Yeah, I'll, I'll think about it and throw out a few others, but it's probably going to be Tuscan Uncle Sam. Cool. Remember to write a review, people, and let us know about it so you can get a sweet box of goodies. Yeah, and follow us on our social medias. Yep. Our squad podcast everywhere. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Seven, seven.